welcome. You're listening to the Cultivate Podcast, where we share stories to help us cultivate the characteristics of Christ. We're your hosts, Lydia Bridgman and Kayla Hallstrom. Thanks for joining us as we grow together. Well, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of the Cultivate Podcast. We have missed so much being able to chat with you all this past month, but we are so excited to be back with a new episode today with our friend, Ashley Stiegel. Ashley is the owner of 4-8 Marketing, and she's such a beautiful example of a woman of God on mission. Now, I know that this month has been so full for me. It's been so, so good, but full, if you know what I mean. It's been full at work, full with commitments at church, all the things. And I've just found myself craving the slow, a slower pace. So many awesome things that God is up to and gifted me with being able to do for his kingdom, but just feeling tired and weary at times and needing rest. And maybe some of you listening right now are feeling this way too. Just this past weekend, my husband and I, we took some time to rest and just had no commitments or places to be and just time to slow down and enjoy the little things, spend time with Jesus and give our souls the rest they needed. So Kayla, how have you been? I know we've talked a little bit about just the craziness of this season, but it's been good Yeah, we were both kind of in the thick of it at the same time. It is Mm -hmm. the busiest uh, season for our uh, high school and junior high youth ministry. So we had crazy, crazy services through (laughs) the month of October. And then we end with our retreat the first weekend of November. And so that was just a lot of time and energy to, you know, organize all that and be ready for that. But It was awesome. I just have such a great team to work with and I'm so thankful for that. And then also, if you're a photographer, you know, it's busy season in the Midwest. It's fall. Christmas cards, fall leaves, like semi still decently good weather if you plan it right. And so busy season for that, but just good things, fun things, exciting Mm. things. So yeah. Yeah. Good things, exciting things, hard things. Yeah. Guys, no matter how life feels right now, Kayla and I just pray and believe that today and this time... um, Um, that you'll leave this time listening, feeling filled up and encouraged because I know Ashley has some awesome, awesome truth to share with us today. So Ashley, welcome. Let's join you all in in the conversation. (laughs) This is wonderful. (laughs) Yes, we're so excited. So thankful you could join us today. This is just gonna be so much fun. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. Yes. New friends, I love it. Yes, Yes, the best. Uh, So let's just get started. You know, can you share a little bit about yourself, your family, what you like to do growing up, just all that. This is always the hardest part. Yes. It's like, what do you share? Know, what like, do you not? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I am, I'm a local girl. So I grew up here, born and raised mm-hmm. in Morton and um, went to Notre Dame High School, went to Bradley. And um, my family actually owns a local business that's been here um, for a long time. So after college, I went and worked for the family business for almost 10 years. Um, and that's kind of where I think our story starts today. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in the meantime, personally, I um, I married my husband, Brad, in 2015. I had to triple check that. <laughs> <laughs> you lose track of time. I know. And yeah, then we had amazing. our sweet um, Samantha Grace in 2018. So I was kind of looking at these dates as I was writing them down, yeah. and I was like, wow, every three years, there's something big. Something. So, yeah. Um, we definitely had something big in 2021, and I'm excited excited to see what God has in store for 2024. So yeah. So my husband and I actually um, own five different companies. And we also just this year started a um, networking organization for real estate investors called Midwest REI that meets monthly. So we're very excited. That's been incredibly successful. Um, wow. And we are members and volunteers at Northwoods Church. So that's what we do yes. kind of outside of work. Yeah, and Ashley is just such a powerhouse in ministry. I love seeing the way that you lead. Um, Ashley's a part of leading one of the teams for a women's ministry at our church at Northwoods um, called Woven. That's just been so great this year. Have you loved that? Yeah, an absolute gift, a total delight. And the stories a, I've heard. Just that's a whole incredible. other. That's a whole other God story yes. episode for I sure. Know. But yes, it's been so amazing. You have just such a gift at connecting with people. And I think that's just amazing. Thank you. Yes. 
Well, last year you officially began what is now called 4-8 Marketing. Mm -hmm. What exactly do you do? How do you serve your clients? What is your company? So I spent the past decade doing advertising and marketing um, for my family business. So that's what I went to school for. That's what Mm -hmm. I ended up doing. It's what I loved as a child. I made commercials for my mom when I was little. So it kind of of fit. So when we were ready for this next chapter, um, an advertising marketing agency was going to be the answer. So I... I love um, taking basically, you know, there's uh, the brand of something, the life of something, a small business, a service, whatever it is, and making sure that it that story can be told across all the platforms. You know, mm. back in the day, it used to be a billboard, a television commercial, and a radio commercial. And yeah. that was it. Right. And that was yeah. really easy. That was yeah. easy for business owners to do, right? Because you kind of only had, and, and the newspaper maybe, and the yellow pages. Yeah. There was really <laughs> a limited number of places to be. Now, there's right. so many oh my places gosh. to be. And, and the way that you represent your company, your brand, who you are and tell that story differs based on those platforms. And yeah. it can be very overwhelming for business owners who used to be able to do it on their own and now need a professional mm-hmm. that can self-educate and keep up with everything. Right. Um, and you know, there's a lot of small businesses in Peoria that cannot afford the three, $4,000 a month yeah. agency, yeah. or they can't afford the, the full-time marketing person, mm-hmm. or maybe they only need marketing help for a season, whether it is the season we're coming up right. on or just opening or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be the answer or the solution for those businesses that were just, they they wanted to move, they wanted to do something, yeah. um, but didn't maybe quite have um, the bandwidth or the capital to do something big. Yeah. And so that is, mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing. Um, wow. And, and God showed up um, from the day that I announced my company. Um, to right now, I've been able to serve 16 clients and I still have a wait list of people that um, I'm waiting to get to. So I'm really excited. So that's in a nutshell what I do. Yes, (laughs) that makes me so happy to hear that there are that many small businesses or people starting things or just all that happening right mm-hmm. here in our community. That just makes me so happy. I love when I hear about a new business starting. Mm-hmm. That is just, that's really how a community grows and flourishes is when it has awesome small businesses. I and love that. I, this Peoria is an incredible yeah. community. It yeah, really is. The small business yeah. community. I mean, everyone we've had on, mm-hmm. friends yeah. of ours we mm-hmm. know. It's right. really cool. Yeah. I guess I never really thought about too, just hearing that, mm-hmm. how many the like multiplication of just media that and mm. advertising that. Mm-hmm. But then I think about today at work, I was watching a video about church and social media, like right? tips from somebody who like, it is their job. And he's like, here's a video for free. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Like, yeah. there's so much to learn and yes. so much to navigate. And it's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's And my a number lot. one thing that I tell the businesses is like, okay, before we get distracted by all the possibilities, right? Just because it's out there doesn't mean we right. have to use yeah. it. What are your business goals? And then we can choose the platforms and the messaging right. and the content to meet those business goals, making yeah. sure that we're able to measure our success. Just because TikTok talk exists does not mean that we need to be on it. So yeah, yes, very true. So I'm sure you're just a master and so passionate about branding. Is that a real big? Yeah. Well, it's storytelling, right? Storytelling, you know, um, it it is. And it's, it's really just getting to know um, the company and and what they care Mm. about. I mean, they're putting their, their schedules and their money and their family, like everything kind of on the line to run this business. And so I want to make sure that people understand Mm -hmm. the heart of what they're doing and why they're doing it. And to be able to craft that in a message, whether it's a Facebook post or a radio commercial or through photography or videos, um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's a total delight. So yeah. And it's even funny, like culturally now, like being on brand, like as a person is a term. Like, yes. like yes. oh, that's not on brand for me. I'm like, you're what? What? Okay. <laughs> like, it's like a whole thing now. Which side note, I was at a photo shoot for, for a client with a photographer that I work yeah. with and we were talking about plaid. And I was like, I could wear a plaid. She goes, oh no, that's not on brand for you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, you're totally right. I have right. another friend who likes to call, call that style fraud. Like, no, no, no. Oh. That's that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, style fraud. So funny. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, So talking more about the small business world, you know, I think we see a a lot of the times like we as the consumers or even the clients of a small business, we see the finished product, right? We see Mm -hmm. when you're like ready to launch, ready to go, or like the edited photo on Instagram after it's all done, you know. But there's so much that goes on 
behind the scenes. There mm-hmm. is so much that leads to those moments of of launching or a new season mm-hmm. or a new product or a new photo, whatever it is. Where did you get the idea to just step out and start this agency? Where did it all begin for you? Yeah, so mm-hmm. there's like so many answers to this <laughs> single yeah. question. Um, so first, the actual opportunity, right? And we'll get into that um, a little bit later, but the actual yeah. opportunity just became... Um, became available when our family was just kind of at a crossroads. So I had been married for a couple of years. Um, My parents were nearing retirement age and it was just kind of like, do we, don't we? And, you know, through things maybe we'll talk about a little bit later um, that it just was kind of a, we're we're not going to, we're not going to buy the family business. And so we're like, okay, now what? Yeah. What's the next step? 10 years. That's what I thought the game plan was. Right. And, you know, I definitely allowed myself to get distracted in the, what font am I going to use? The colors aren't right. My logo is not right. And I would just encourage anybody with a business dream on their heart. And again, we'll talk about it later, but you don't have to have the right font. You don't have to have the social media schedule figured out. You just have to have the the obedience, the the humility, and the passion to yeah. to understand that you're going for uh, down a path that God wants you to go down. Um, so the idea came out because marketing is what I loved. It's what I, you know, yeah. like this is naturally what I'm going mm-hmm. to do. But now I kind of get to do it on my own terms, at my mm-hmm. own pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to stay local because I do have a passion for Peoria. And I and I knew just being in the business, you know, the small business kind of industry, I guess, grouping, um, that the need was out there. Yeah. So that's how that's how it began. Yeah. So we have the beginning. What brought us to <laughs> what we see today? Yeah. So you're, yeah. Basically, um, it's been a year. So okay. I, um, the whole entire process has been a lot longer than that. But officially, I launched November 20th of last year. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, it almost, been, yeah. almost to the day yeah. of That's recording amazing. this. Yeah. Almost happy anniversary. Thank That's you. so cool how God made that work out. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And this it's is like the first time I've yeah. kind of publicly talked about yeah. all of this. Anniversary so. episode. Here it is. I love it, you guys. <laughs> it's so on brand. <laughs> yes, perfect. Um, <laughs> But, you know, you asked the question, what brought you to the place that we see today? And, you know, the the kind of like funny but true answer is Jesus. Yes. Um, yeah. And my husband and I laugh about that all the time because we've been through some incredible changes over the past two years. Mm-hmm. I think like a lot of other people. Yes. Um, yep. And there are often times when we're, just, when we're just lying in bed and reflecting and we're like, how do people do this without Jesus? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like, the hard, the fullness of the seasons, the busyness, and just even the pressure of just, yeah. of just everything. change. Yeah. Like, change like accepting life. change. Mm-hmm. Um, the decisions you have to make yeah. when things change. Yeah. Um, and just the new life that you're going to craft, mm-hmm. right? That can be scary. Change is scary for a lot of people mm-hmm. um, because they don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so for us, it was just more of like, Having obviously having faith that we've been listening to his voice. We have zero red mm-hmm. flags about this. We're almost feeling pulled, you yeah. know, um, this is right and he's going to take care of us. So that was kind of, that's that's who's brought me here today <laughs> um, for sure. But, you know, my to kind of break down my journey, um, I think a lot of times when we do hear about people's, you know, God stories, there's kind of like this defining moment, right? Mm-hmm. Or this abrupt and clearly answered prayer or a miracle, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I do believe God for those things, but that's not exactly how my journey yeah. unfolded. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it was slow and it was, it was painful. Um, I, I had finally gotten to a place where basically staying where I was, was more painful than the fear or of the future of the unknown, right? Mm-hmm, and yeah. I think a lot of people have maybe experienced that in the past yeah. past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I knew that in order to slow my life as God intended and really um, refocus into this brand new path that he was carving for me, um, I was gonna have to grieve certain things and certain people. Um, and so this whole concept of pruning um, got brought to me. Like I yeah. had never really heard about that in the context mm-hmm. of God's economy. Mm-hmm. And so as this change was approaching, we're talking about pace, we're talking about printing and all these things that were very new um, for for me and my family. So to kind of paint a picture of where we were before, right? So we were, there was a lot of friction. There was a lot of imbalance, um, a lot of pushing and a lot of pulling. It was, you know, between the way my life had always been where I had comfort in chaos, right? Mm. Like I had to be busy. I didn't know life outside of busy um, at all. 
um, it was very much centered around the flesh and the world and being ruled by the schedule. You know, I love the the phrase and I can't remember the first time <laughs> I heard it, but it was, um, show me your schedule and I'll show you your priorities. Yeah. Mm. And I heard that. And my husband and I like kind of looked at our schedule and we're like, wow, God's on Sunday morning. Yeah, kind of breaks yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. And yeah. all this other stuff that filled our calendar was like, mm-hmm. didn't, it really wasn't in our hearts. Like it wasn't, you mm-hmm. know, it wasn't what we wanted our life to be. And we're like, how did we get here? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if there's anyone listening that has ever felt that way. Um, but for me, like, so we're talking about the change, right? So that's the picture of where we were before, right? Mm-hmm. We were just, mm-hmm. we were in this business. We were letting our schedule run our lives. We were not making any decisions for Jesus or time with him, even though that's what we were saying with our mouths, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, there were these three things that kind of happened that really just put us over the edge and put me over mm-hmm. the edge of like, no, this is changing. Like we're I'm taking back my life for Jesus and and this is gonna be the new way that we live. And mm. the first time is, again, a listening time was very new to me in the yeah. past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Katie Schmidt, for teaching me all about that. Yes, yeah. um, we've had her on the podcast. Yes. I think she mentioned a few mm-hmm. um, things about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you mean you can like hear from God? <laughs> he He's good at communicating? Like he can what? talk to me? Huh? And again, this is, I hope this encourages somebody listening yeah. because I was that person where it took somebody literally telling me like, you have to be quiet and listen for God mm. and he'll talk to you for me to be like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so there were two things that that I, you know, I don't take lightly or say lightly, like I heard from God, but these were two things um, where he asked me to pray, pray that I that your heart gets broken, break mm. my heart, break my heart. And I found myself praying that over and over again, not really understanding what it meant. Yeah. Kind of sounding odd, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but over time, I was my heart was breaking to the world. My heart was breaking to the this past life, right? So mm-hmm. and it was breaking and becoming more sensitive and breaking open to him and what he had for me mm-hmm. in this next season of life. And it's still something I pray all the time when I feel maybe some of that hardness coming back from the old yeah. life of the busy schedule. Please just like break my heart, make it soft again, break mm-hmm. away the, like the hardness that's around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing was for the 10 years that I did work um, in the family business, I worked in the basement, mm. which I mean, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's just where it was located. So it's just where it worked. It's <laughs> most not... of our offices at church are in the basement. Yeah, right, right. So not a big yeah. deal, right? It's not like yeah. a scary basement. No, you know, no it wasn't. But like there was just a heaviness where I would like walk mm. up to the door. I'd open the door and I'd walk down the stairs every day. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was just heavy. And, you know, um, and so then there was just one day during listening time where I was like, I made you for more than that basement. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like, you need to stop looking, you know, we're going to start walking up. Okay. Start looking up, start looking for opportunities to go up because we're not, we're not mm-hmm. walking down that basement anymore. Um, and that was really motivating and something I heard a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Then, um, I don't know. Do you guys ever do this? I've, I feel like I've heard this in, 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 um, in messages and stuff before, yes. but do you ever just like lottery Bible? Or like oh, spin yeah. the wheel oh, Bible? Yeah. yeah. You're like, okay, God, yeah. what do you have for me? And you open yeah. it and you're like, oh, yeah. Job. Okay. Like, you know, <laughs> I do that. It's like, all right, we're going in the depth. Uh, yeah. You know? And it's like you're like, wait, I can't just read this passage. I have to like know the context. Yes. Yeah. Or like you're flipping and something I've underlined that's like, I mean, I must have read it. Mm. I underlined it. Yeah. But like don't yeah. remember that yes. at all. I love yeah. when that happens. Yeah. Because you go back to it, you're like, hmm, I've heard this before. Yeah. So it's familiar in some ways, but then you knew in other ways. Oh, I need yeah. to go back to that more. Yeah. So this was one of those, whatever you want to call it, spin the <laughs> wheel Bible, Bible moments, whatever. And it, it literally um, opened to something I had not, mm-hmm. I had not read before. And it was First um, John chapter two, verses fifteen and sixteen, and it says, "Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes." And the pride of life is not of the father, but is of the world. Mm. And I was like shocked. I don't know why. I just, I read that and it just hit me. And I was, um, I was a mess, total, mm, yeah. total mess. Um, because it was just one more, it was just total conviction of that we had just been living in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Every social event, every networking event, every charity event, this party, that party. Um, and again, it was just like, what are you doing? 
Mm-hmm. This is not this life that I have for you. And so that was kind of like the second, you know, yeah. second thing. And then the third thing was um, I watched, I'm sure you guys have read, seen yes. Christine Kane, yeah. Follow yeah. Her yeah. Yeah. all the things. Mm-hmm. She has an incredible, incredible message on John 5 called um, Get Off Your Mat. Yes. Mm, I've yeah. actually heard this one. I it's, love it. I love it. Again, totally undone. Yes. You know, and and the line in there that I wrote on my mirror and is still on my Mm -hmm. mirror to this day, I have cleaned the rest of my mirror, but that part (laughs) is still up there. You just never clean your mirror. She says, you know, um, think about the multitudes on the other side of your healing, right? Mm -hmm. So I was this whole time that we're kind of going through this tumultuous season of changing and, and really just like, we gotta move, we gotta do something different. Um, It was very inward focused. I was thinking very much about myself and about yeah. my future and my life and you know my family and that's where it really stopped. And this message opened up my perspective to be like, okay, so yes it's about you, but once you like fall under authority and you and you walk in this path, there's going to be other people that mm-hmm. are going to be able to meet Jesus through you, yeah. see Jesus through you. Like it's not just about you <laughs> and your life. Glad you think right. so, but like yeah. And that was kind of like the final little swift kick in the tush, I yeah. guess you could say, <laughs> if we're wow. allowed to say that. Wow, yes, wow, wow. we are. I love that. Um, yeah. And so it really just changed changed my perspective. Um, so um, then the healing started because yeah. that is another line from that message was, mm-hmm. do you want to be healed? Yeah. yeah, that's like my favorite. Do you want to be healed? Yeah. Because if we're yeah. not... Or I think some or versions or other stories, it's like what yeah. Jesus asks the person who's yeah. like clearly do blind, really clearly lame, to? clearly yeah. can't mm-hmm. walk. What do you want me to do for you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think there's a chosen up. episode. Yeah. It right? is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's the one at Bethesda. Yeah. It is John so, 5. So yeah. good. And the way they, so they wove it into Simon the Zealot. Yes. If you guys, I mean, I have zero affiliation. <laughs> We're big fans. Shameless plug, <laughs> but not even shameless. Yeah. <laughs> um, because if you have not, watched The Chosen, I would highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. It has brought the Bible to life for my family. Um, It has got me in the word even more. Um, It's incredible. So highly recommended. Yes, it's Um, awesome. But yeah, and so that was kind of it. Like those three things happened and we had a lot of family conversations and we're like, okay, this is happening. I am, I'm leaving this, this, this life. Um, and my husband's coming with me (laughs) and we're going to start, we're going to start our own businesses with our own values and our Mm -hmm. own mission. Um, that's going to be very Christ centered and we're going to start living under his authority and having just total submission to his plan for our lives. Um, and so, and so then we're like, okay, here we go. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, that's great. I love how you just broke that down for us because I feel like a lot of people listening, probably if they've ever went through a season of change or stepping out with something, Mm -hmm. they can probably relate that there's there's always things God's doing to pursue us through that process. Mm -hmm. And there's little things that he'll sometimes plant in our lives, like the verse and Mm -hmm. like the message you listened to. And then there comes a point where it's like, okay, I've heard it loud and clear from the Lord, like it's time to go. It's time to get truly healed and -hmm. listen for what he has next. And Mm -hmm. that's just so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, so good. Well, we had the privilege of meeting with Ashley for coffee a little while ago, and that was so much fun. And it was just great to hear what God has been teaching you in this process. And we would just love for her to share that um, a little bit more with you. So Ashley, what are a few things God has been teaching you throughout this first year of owning this business? Yeah. So we kind of went back to, I'll go like the more practical things first, right? Yeah. So you think... Um, I was feel like I was kind of given this opportunity to start over. And how often do we do we get that? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, um, there was just a message about the I was I think it was at the well, Ashley was talking about mm-hmm. the cornerstone of a building yeah. and how they set that cornerstone and that is the 
trajectory for the rest of the building, right? So I, you know, I understand grace and I get that, but I'm also a little bit type A. So yeah. I was like, okay. Like, yeah, good company we here. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> we got to dig this hole. We understand. Yeah. Get this cornerstone laid in right. Because the Lord also says you don't go start building a house without calculating the cost first. That's so right. That's my kind of There's girl a little bit there. of bull. <laughs> so, so I did, there, it was a little bit heavy there, but I was also just full of, of excitement and joy and energy at, at, this opportunity he was giving me for forgiveness, mm-hmm. for creating boundaries for the first time in my life, yeah. for um, honestly, I mean, enjoying submission. I know that sounds a little bit crazy for some mm-hmm. people, you yeah. know, but it, the security of just being under his obedience and or under his authority and just being obedient to him, mm-hmm. um, it felt really safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. And mm-hmm. so that allowed all of those things kind of allowed me for the first time to set a pace Mm -hmm. that was going to be healthy for our family, um, that was going to be uh, beneficial to the people around us. Um, And so we really started talking, I say we, my husband and I really started Mm -hmm. talking about setting this pace, right? Because our lives were chaos. They were, we were in such a hurry all the time. And hurry is, I was, I was in such a hurry all the time before that, I know looking back, I mean, God was putting people in front of me mm-hmm. and I was just blown right past them. Mm-hmm. And as painful as that is to think about then, you know, it, it's, I would have someone sitting in front of me and I knew all they wanted and all they needed was just like encouragement from me, attention from me. They just needed me to be present with them. And I'm mm-hmm. sure it wasn't for very long, but my, I was, I was like, okay, let's go. Like I got to do the next thing. And that's not loving. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was the thing that we realized is that we are called to love and being in a hurry will never put us in a position to love. Yeah. And so being able to just focus on eradicating that from our lives um, gave us this new opportunity to love the way Jesus calls us to love. So mm-hmm. um. So that was, I mean, in and of itself, that's motivating enough to kind of get you going on this new life. And um, as people were were brought into my life um, after this change was made, that's how I looked at it was, mm. okay, they're here. Yeah. And you get, you you know, I don't know if anyone's done the uh, iPhone update recently. Have you seen your new focus settings? Yes. I don't okay. know if yes. I've done it. Okay. Wow. You talk about like- <laughs> you have, a like lip- different do not disturb yeah. oh, settings. Really? Mm-hmm. And so like certain wow. people, like you won't get there. Like you can decide. It. We'll do it. We'll yeah. do it before we yeah. leave. Yeah, we'll, we'll show you. It. Don't but worry, honestly, Lydia. It's, it's it. the intentionality of choosing, you know, who's going to get your attention when. Yeah. And, oh, that's um, great. Yeah. And, you know- I'm not a firefighter. I'm not a police officer. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. Like yeah, no you don't have to have right. that no first response. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like if someone puts up a bad review, we can handle it mm-hmm. in four hours or right. you know whatever right. the case may be. And I feel be. that as a teacher too, I feel like sometimes I think, oh, I have to respond to this parent right away or things like that. And it's like, this is not a life or death situation. No. Yeah. Like, it can wait till the morning. Yeah, it can wait. And yeah. that's well, been a great thing to learn. And once you do that, you then kind of set a precedent yes. for those people oh, and for totally. yourself. And now you're yeah. just racing against yourself now all the time. there's no expectation. And, no. Mm-hmm. And hey, if we all do it together, <laughs> yeah, it'll be right. fun. <laughs> no. Then we can just re- redo the whole thing. Yeah. It'll be great. But... Yeah. Um, so yeah, so back in that season, you know, um, kind of, I would say that my husband and I had a little bit of what I think what's popular, popularly referred to as FOMO, right? Fear yeah. of missing out because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we were loading up our, our schedules. Um, but now, you know, we're kind of redefining what that means to us, fear mm-hmm. of missing out. Um, and so now we're just kind of scared of what we're going to miss out on as far as what God has for us. If we're yeah. allowing ourselves to be distracted by our phones or by, you know, activities and groups that we don't necessarily need to be spending time with. Um, and so that's kind of been a little catchphrase in our house recently. It's like our new FOMO is, okay, God, like I don't want to miss out on what you have for me. So <laughs> yeah. I want to make oh, sure like it. I'm available. Right. Yes. Um, yes. So yeah. So our heads, our hearts, we knew um, that Jesus didn't want us living that way. And so mm-hmm. we have just intentionally over the past year made tons of decisions to slow our lives and um, try to eliminate hurry. And because again, like think about it. When you're in a hurry with your husband or your mm-hmm. friends and you're dropping stuff all over the place or you're trying to get out the door, like what kind of what kind of attitude do you have when you're in a hurry? 
Yeah. yeah. Right? Right, right. 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 This is it's funny. It's actually uh, <laughs> reminding me. So my older brother, when yeah. he was like very young, two, mm-hmm. three years old, said my mom was trying to hurry him to like walk through the parking mm-hmm. lot to get to a store of like, mm-hmm. come on, we need to get inside. I don't know if it was cold or just cars or what the situation was totally. But he said, and we still quote it in our family, when I hurry, I hurt myself. That's what he said to my mom as like a three-year-old. Of that like, is true. When I hurry, right I hurt there. myself. Like, don't like, don't hurry me, mom. Like, that's not mm. good. And so, like, well, that's fa- literal, but also kind of profound. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, our family will say that when mm. somebody's in a hurry, or even just like in, you know, my brother's like, oh, I don't know if I'm a, my younger brother. I don't know if I'm gonna make like make it right then. And I was like, well, don't worry. You know what happens when you hurry? And he oh, goes, my goodness. you get there faster. And I was like. No. <laughs> so that's like kind of been a, a quote of our family I'm growing that up down. because I love it. of profound toddler, toddler older brother. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so great, great story. Yeah. So great. Kids really just have, God uses yeah. children to teach us things, even yeah. if it is a literal thing he yeah. was saying. Yeah. That's really cool how he used that. Yeah. I love it. So Ashley, I want to talk a little bit more about this idea of pace Mm -hmm. because I feel like Kayla and I, when you were sharing it with us originally, I just feel like I related so much to it. And um, even I was telling Kayla, we were on the phone last night chatting and I just feel like leading up to this podcast, everything I've been listening to, everything I've been reading has brought it this idea again. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because in our culture today, in our world today, people are really starting to get to the point where we're saying we need to slow down yeah. because and our hearts, our schedules, we we can't keep up with it. It's not yeah. healthy. And no. I think people are recognizing the contrast because right. 2020 was slow. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like for a lot of people, painfully slow. And yeah. like not everyone, I know first responders and yeah. other people like they were, you know, going 200% all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of, uh, you know, w- us, we all slowed down. We stayed mm-hmm. home. Our events got canceled. Yes. You know, all the regularly scheduled programming was yes. gone. And now in 2021, it's it's not feeling that way. And people are actually recognizing like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe somewhere in this spectrum. Like I'm sure it has just opened people's eyes. I know it has for me of like, okay, we swung one way, we're going back. I don't want to go that far back to, Mm -hmm. you know, how things were. As terrible and tragic as many things within 2020 were, um, I do believe that there were two things that kind of happened. Was this this slowing of culture, right? Mm-hmm. Or the, the hurry culture got slowed. Yes. Um, and also just a call to women back to the home. Like those yeah. are the two of the things that we just kind of like, that my friends and right. I have talked about. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I think both of those are really beautiful things. Yeah. Um, and so I'm glad that we're able to talk about, to talk about this slowing. And I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and one of the message that really like, kind of, I watch a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of Levi Lesko, yes. Fresh Life Church really out of Kalispell. I enjoy his teaching. I yes. do too. He's incredible. His so books good. are incredible. If you guys mm-hmm. have never heard of him, check out the Fresh Life Church YouTube channel um, and just watch something. Because, okay, very cool. Sorry, <laughs> super side note. I love this so much. It was, so uh, his first message, so his New Year's Day message or New Year's mm-hmm. you know, message for 2020, sermon title, Wash Your Hands. No, no way. joke. You guys have to go back and watch connection. that. That's it weird. Is, it is that's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Wow. But anyway, so if that's God little... was preparing his heart and to <laughs> share that with his people, apparently. Yeah. So he's got this wow. great um, three part series called Morning, Noon, and Night. Mm-hmm. And it is it is basically around the idea of rejecting the idea of being busy. Mm-hmm. And I just sunk my teeth, and I have probably watched that twelve times. Um, the whole series it just speaks very much to me, you know. Just because you kind of start a new habit or you believe in something, you yeah. still mm-hmm. need that. Oh yeah, you need a reminder oh, yeah. all the time. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think it's encouraging. C.S. Lewis that says it, but our pastor John says it a lot. Like people don't often need taught as they need reminded. Like Excellent. most of the stuff, yes. pe- people, they know they oh, know yeah. it. They need reminded of it, yes. not like taught it for yeah. the first time. Yeah, again, with the, the verses in the Bible that we were right. saying that we've read before, we need to be reminded yes. the yeah. Holy Spirit is alive and active to right. still move over and over. Yeah, yeah. and the, he has this kind of one section, I like screen recorded it so I can reference it, is he <laughs> talks like about, he says, Jesus wasn't busy. I'm like, pause. <laughs> He's right. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I better consult my Bible to make sure. And I'm like yeah. going through Googling things. I'm like, Jesus wasn't busy. Yeah. yeah. Did he have the weight of the world on his shoulders? Absolutely. Mm. Was yeah. he, I mean, think about he, like, all the wasn't things. wasn't in a yes. hurry. I think one of the biggest ones is the story of Lazarus, right? Like somebody's yes. like, hey, he's, yes. he's he gonna waited. die. Like he is on yeah. his deathbed. And it's like, and Jesus decided to stay there for three more days. Yes. And I'm like, okay, Jesus. I mean, he knew what he was doing, right. but like most people would think like on the verge of death calls for immediate mm. response, which yes. everyone listening, please respond if someone is dying. <laughs> but like, yeah. you know, you read that and you're like, oh, well, you know, I agree, he wasn't totally. in a hurry. And, you know, I think as we, we we read our stories about Jesus and we want to be more like him, as we learn to be disciples of Jesus, one of the most important things we can do is learn the pace of Jesus. You know, yeah. I've heard that it's called a walk for a reason. It's your walk with Jesus for a reason. You're not wow. running, um, right? And so, um, and yeah, that's what I had, uh, the example that I had said, he wasn't yeah. in a hurry, not no. even when his best friend died. No, yeah. You know, yeah. so- And what we have found, um, I say we, just my husband and I, because he's a part of this journey too, is that, you know, the intentionality behind slowing has really, like God has blessed us with a ton of healing Mm -hmm. and a ton of revelation, you Mm -hmm. know, because when you're busy, you don't, you don't, you know, you don't have, there's, there isn't time. You're not allowing God time to Mm -hmm. work and move. Yeah. You can't process when you're you're going that fast. Yeah. Because you have no space created in your schedule Mm-mm. to really just surrender it to God because mm-hmm. every single moment is all filled up. Mm-hmm. So there's no surrendered space. <laughs> yeah, and I think the scary part comes, we kind of mm-hmm. talked about like the fear yes, of slowing the down. the fear. Yeah, talk about um, that. Well, we, I mean, for me, I know exactly what it was. It was a coping mm-hmm. mechanism. I mean, busy was a coping mechanism, right? Because when I'm when I'm so busy, I don't have to, I have an excuse, first of all, for not doing what I said I was gonna do or an attitude or whatever, anything yeah. that was not, Christ-like, I have a quote excuse because I was too busy. And it also within marriages or relationships, like you can just bury all that stuff that you don't want to deal with because you're just too busy to figure it out and you don't have a minute to stop and and talk about it and Mm -hmm. not only talk about it, but process and heal from it. And so I think that is a little bit of where the fear comes in because there's comfort in the chaos. There's comfort in the busy. If I can just stay in this hamster wheel, then I don't have to look Mm -hmm. at anything else. I don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about anything else. Um, And so when you choose to slow down, you are choosing um, to maybe confront some of those things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, with with the help of Jesus and the incredible miracle of his healing, um, we have been, you know, totally blessed on the other side of it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, a couple other things that I recommend, you know, kind of like if you're if you're looking to slow down your life um, and, and give God opportunities, you know, we started counseling. Yeah. Um, and I think that sometimes gets a bad, bad rep, but I, you know, right now, I think people are, a little bit more open to it just because of I some, do. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem like that is of, true in culture. I don't know if yeah. you have any friends that are in, in that industry, but they're just, they're overwhelmed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. With yeah. that. So, yeah. um, you know, and then volunteering, we were then able to serve, serve his kingdom, you know, which yeah. we weren't, weren't making time for before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so it's just, highly recommend slowing down your life a little bit. I know that sounds so, you know, you may be a single mom with, mm-hmm multiple jobs and, and kiddos. And the idea of slowing down is, is, is truly terrifying, you know? Um, and, and I can only speak to my story and, and what it's done for me, but even if just that pocket of time to get quiet before the Lord and, and allow him to speak to you, um, is, is enough. He doesn't need hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be, I think sometimes we think it has to be drastic and sometimes it does. You know, for me, one of the things this fall was I said no to going to a week long conference. And that was something that I'm like, I can't be gone for a whole week. I just, that would cause more stress Mm -hmm. and more chaos than the conference, you know, Mm -hmm. and what I would be learning there. But I think sometimes it is like, what if I woke up 15 minutes earlier? Right? Mm, like what yeah. if I woke up 15 minutes earlier and didn't check my phone yes. and spent 15 minutes? Most people could make that happen, mm-hmm. right? Most people are not that far gone that five minutes, you know, five minutes and like yeah. setting the tone for your day there mm-hmm. as opposed to like getting up and going, you know? Or even, even that, instead of turning on the radio or calling a friend in the car, just being quiet. Yeah. 
that's yeah. been something that has, yeah. was a challenge or like for me. This morning, I had my phone read me my Bible this morning. I'm like, yes. read yeah. me some scripture. Remind me yeah. of the stories here. Yes. As I'm driving to work, as I'm in my routine mm-hmm. and there's traffic at Peoria traffic's not really traffic, but <laughs> you know, I got to watch out for other cars you know, as one does when they drive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know what it's I mean? Like made the intentional choice to not listen to more Taylor Swift this morning. Good. <laughs> you know, cause that's no. been on repeat since yeah. last week, but yeah. you know, and say like, no, I'm going to use this 15 minute drive. I have to work and yeah. listen to, you know, to a few mm-hmm. chapters. It reads it right to you, you know, yeah. yeah. like, yeah. Easy. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you are in that season of of growing a business or in a season where it is really hard, where you're going yeah. through really hard things or seasons where there is a little bit more on your plate. But I totally can second that. I feel yeah. like those small steps, small decisions mm-hmm. to create little pockets of space, I think it makes you just yearn for the slowness, mm-hmm. yearn for that space more so that it becomes more of a priority yeah. Yeah. in your life. And mm-hmm. then you start to see yourself in other areas of your life being like, ooh, maybe I could slow that down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could, you know, create a little time each week to really intentionally love on people, intentionally yeah. serve. And I've just found that those little steps mm-hmm. really makes me just be like, oh, I love this so much. And you end up realizing the benefit, realizing what God wants to speak to you about in those yeah. moments. And it just flows. Yeah, um, well, You get excited about what he's doing. Well, and those experiences can be life-giving, right? So yeah. if, you, if you're if you you're so tired and you're busy and you just want to get to the finish line or whatever, yeah. so you can sleep or so you can rest you or whatever. Endurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you actually choose to stop. Yeah. Then your life giving comes within that interaction yeah. instead of at the finish line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And mm-hmm. I've, I've heard, you know, people who are running their own companies and things like that talk about, you know, it's a book launch season. It's going to be incredibly busy. Mm-hmm. That's just is what it is. But my book comes out in June. If I'm still busy in November, then I've got a problem. Like it's, yeah. I understand that June, July, August yeah. might stretch me because that's the season that I'm in. Mm-hmm. But if it's November 1st and I still feel this way, then, you know, then I need to look at my pace and what I'm still saying yeah. yes to and how, you know, have I just become accustomed to it yes. and didn't notice when the season needed mm-hmm. to be over, you know? Cause I think there are times I, mm-hmm. I think about that in my own life of my last semester of grad school. Uh, you know, it was a transition on my team at work. I moved houses and mm-hmm. gained a new roommate. And I was in my last semester doing my capstone for my grad school. Like mm-hmm. there was not a lot of time to slow down. But I knew if that yes. carried past graduation date, then I had like, there was something wrong in how I was carrying it. Yes. Yeah. To, you know, that it just wasn't. Yeah lining up the way it should. Season, not yes. a lifestyle. Yes, yes. yes. season. Season, yes. not a season. lifestyle. A whole other episode that. about seasons. Yes, yes. Oh, man. Well, and sometimes too, we just get so used to it. Yeah, The way absolutely. that we're doing things that we forget that we do have some control you know, over certain things yeah. in our lives and really giving God that permission yeah, yeah. to have control over those and surrendering that. But I think a lot of the times we we forget that there there's little things we yeah. can do to get mm-hmm. towards um, where we want to be in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as someone who's experienced and stepped out in starting your own business, we would just love um, for you to share a little bit today about what advice or encouragement you would give someone who has a dream um, or a passion who desires to step out and start something as well. Um, Yeah. So like, right, there's a practical list that I could definitely come with and uh, you guys can find me for that practical list. But more of the kind of, um, if I was standing in front of me, a year ago, two years ago. Um, actually, this was my very first, um, I mean, you can totally look at my Instagram, but just mind you, I haven't actually posted on my business Instagram because I've been so busy with, with other people. Yes. Yes. That's how marketing, yep. I mean, you almost yes. need a marketing person for, for your, your, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do. But it kind of goes back to the thoughts and colors, right? So like, don't wait until you have it all together. Yeah. Just begin mm-hmm. anytime. And whether that is starting a business or joining a new group of friends or switching churches or discovering a new career, just do the work and trust the process and make your move and give yourself grace and space to grow into the new life that awaits you on the other side of your courage. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that comes after, you know, we've talked a lot about submission, but really falling under submission and letting him lead. 
Um, but then the kind of second part to that is, but do your part, right? Yeah. So Levi Lesko has a really funny line in one of his sermons where he says, um, he's like, you're not going to pray for a wife, but then not brush your teeth, <laughs> you know? But it's like, it's, it's funny, but it's kind of true. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, pray for a new job and not apply. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we have to try to it. buy a house, but don't get a home loan or don't, right. you know, we go to, to do showings. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And where God guides, you know, he provides. And so I, I fully believe that. Um, Another piece of advice is just get get off your phone. Mm. Um, I love that. I it's so terrible, so and I need to listen to my own advice all the time. Yeah, but just I have now set the fo- like the focus modes I'm yep. using. I set time limits on Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook, even though I use those platforms as my work. I yeah. only do that work on my on my laptop. So that way, that's um, a good tip. But you know, I mean, like, do I actually need to watch another reel? Or do I actually the need to reels are like read. TikTok? You know, I don't have TikTok. I don't either. I <laughs> so okay. Reels. So I yeah. have like I had I? TikTok for <laughs> most of quarantine, and this summer I deleted it. And I will say I downloaded it just this weekend because Taylor Swift's new album okay. came out, fair, and there are all these theories, and I knew fair. that was the only place. But this morning I was like, okay. The weekend's over. I'm back to work. And I deleted Good it. Because I was yeah. like, I spent so much time on it this weekend, but I planned for it. And I was like, but it's it needs to be gone now. Otherwise, it'll just take my time because it's there. I mean, yeah. and, and they are so useful. And, and oh I, yeah. And, and I get that. I mean, but and the stories of ministry and absolutely. encouragement, like there's so much good that can be done. So but much. You know when you're wasting time and when yes. you're being productive. And so, you know, you touch your phone over 2,200 times a day. And somebody, it's in this book that I want to tell you guys about, but it yeah. basically said like, just imagine if God was like touching you that many times a day, or you were turning around mm-hmm. responding to his touch 2,200 times a day. And it was just like, oh, but he mm. is, he probably is. And yeah. I'm on my phone instead. Yeah. Um, and so that would, another just small piece of advice is just get off your phone. Um <laughs> As lovingly as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is ask for help. Um, I think a lot of people just think they kind of have to do it in secret and do it alone. And I have to have this business plan and come up with all these mm-hmm. things on my own. Ask for help. Um, you know, I even having a business background, I use the Bradley SBA um, free coaching. Yeah. I... Um, reached out to other admired business owners and told them what I was doing. I talked to people about it. Yeah. Like I wasn't, I chose to not be afraid of, oh, if it failed, then the I, these people knew, right? Yeah. It was like, I'm going to try to do this. You are successful. Can you bless me with your knowledge, please? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I think that can be a scary thing for some people, but I totally encourage you guys to do it because most of the time it's a, it is a blessing on the other side to be able to then share that with somebody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that was, you know, my small group was a huge part of this. Mm-hmm. I, because of the family dynamics, I actually wasn't allowed to share a lot yeah. um, with a lot of people. And so just having people that you trust, right? That you trust with your heart's desire, yeah. that you trust with your heart's dream and, and uh, just having that community yeah. around you. You're going to need encouragement along yes. the way. Yeah. And, and people, when you start to question things or start to question God's yes. faithfulness in it, we need people to say, no, like, remember what he spoke. Yeah. Remember what he promised you. Keep yeah. going. Like, I know words of affirmation is a big yes. one for me yeah. and encouragement. Yes. So I know I need that. Yeah. So yeah. That's, and that's such a good one. That's part of the importance of what you talked about earlier of being under his authority and like being obedient to him. Because then you can say like, no, the decision I made was under his authority yeah. and in mm-hmm. obedience to him. It doesn't have to be like, uh, did I do pick the right, right, did I do the right thing? Was I, you know, mm-hmm. was I just doing what I want? It's like, no, I can go back to, I was obedient to him. And mm-hmm. so I can stand on that. Whereas yep. if you're not, it's not a great foundation to be standing on. Absolutely. Yeah. And the last piece of advice is just gratitude. It's just going to everything mm-hmm. with gratitude. Um, because, you know, I always, I always remind people, it's like, we are just Peoria, Illinois. Like this, it is a big, I don't want to, I don't want to diminish anyone's dreams or whatever, but like having that, that global perspective, right. And just being grateful for what you do have, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and the people that you have or the opportunities that you have, the ideas that you have, the motivation that you've been given um, and just be really humble and really grateful for, you know, even if it didn't work out, what did you right. learn? Who did you meet? Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And, and so just coming at everything with a heart full of gratitude um, and you, there's just almost no way that it can come out bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So good. So, so good. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for being here tonight. I mean, I feel like the last almost hour has just flown by. This is really been, no, this has been quite so, so good. Our listeners are probably like, wait, they're stopping. Wait, they're done. Wait, yeah. So no, thank you so much for just being willing to prepare and share your story and just share what you've learned. And, you know, even what you just said, you know, people ask for help and right now what you've learned is just in their ears and they can learn from you without, you know, yeah, and if you guys are interested in continue learning, I am almost ah. done with this book um, that actually our uh, pastor Jonathan talked about and did a whole message on. It's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It's by John Mark Comer. I love John Mark Comer. Um, mm-hmm. First he book I've read tale. by him. Okay, he has a yeah. lot of great ones. Because I, I listen to his So Cal his or John, oh, there's my girl, Annie F. Downs. I love oh, yeah, her. there she is. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. her. Um, so she is the reason I know John Mike Comer. Okay, um, yeah. So he has another book called Garden City. Okay. It's all about work and rest. So that should be oh, your second read. If okay. you want it, I can lend it to this you. This is but one it's, of those ones where you like read a line and you stop. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah, no. It's a process. Like yeah. highlighting isn't enough, right? Yes. So we're yeah. like audiobook yes. and then reading and then highlighting yes. and then taking it's notes. A good you feel one. like you need to like journal through it. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. All yes. of his so books are so, so good. So, yeah. So yeah. highly recommend again, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And I think he has a podcast. I don't know. This is my I first think so because I think that's how I've listened to him. This is my first I think, like, exposure yeah. to but him. But also I'm pretty sure, so or he just released a new book a and I'm pretty sure I saw on social media that he's like taking a nine month sabbatical now. Like he's just gone off so he's well, the public face of the he world. Reaches. So he lives out what, that would be what he teaches. So That yeah. would be aligned. Because yeah, he used to be a pastor of like mega church. He still is, but okay. he's like out of the public world, right? For the yeah. next like however many months. You guys, it's so, like it's, I'm only halfway through. It's so good. Yeah. So if, yeah. If, if there was anything in here that touched your heart or moved you or anything like that, just get in the word, read this book. Yeah. And then call and then Lydia. what was that? And Levi Lesko. Feel really great. Oh, what was the Levi Lesko series? So, so Levi Lesko, um, the series oh, is called Morning, Noon, Morning, and Night. Right. It's okay. a three part mm-hmm. series. And I, it, it's it's just one yeah. of my favorites. And then the Christine Kane, get yes. off your mat. Um, so many resources. Here I, are your show notes right yeah, here. <laughs> your show notes right here. I just, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll so put great. some of those resources and links in yes. the show notes okay. just yes. to make it easy for everyone. Yes. And then lastly, if people are interested oh, in your services yeah. and the wait list, right? Yes. 48.marketing, is that correct? Yeah. So okay, it's I was looking at I thought I had that it's right. 48 so. spelled out. It's from Philippians 48 and um, dot marketing. It kind yes. of trips people up and they're like, you mean dot com? And I'm like, yeah, no, no, dot marketing. Yes, I so love that. That was maybe just trying to be a little bit too cool. And now it's no, I like it. But, I like it. Well, I got it from CXT because they're yes. CXT.coffee. Oh. Yes. And when so, I had my photo website, I almost made it donning.photos because photos is yes. a- is a option. That's really cool. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah 4A.marketing. Um, oh, and I'm on Instagram and Facebook as well. So yeah, if you guys have any questions or um, anything like that, I'm happy to slow down and give you some encouragement because it, it's a true that. delight and a gift. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're a gift. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks, girls. Thanks.